0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Just finished a run I'm in the Upper West Side in Central Park. There's a little loop up here around uh, Harlem Hill, they call it. Um, but I like to cool down just doing this little circle. And uh, so I've been, I've been, I missed a few, probably less than five um, of my posts on LinkedIn. I've been missing out on posts on, on podcasts. So let's, let's just cut right to the most popular one in the land. Ooh, we got two that are pretty close. And let's go right to the, the most popular one. Posted this just two days ago. What is a ZMC fracture and when is surgery indicated? This is a quick read 53, again, the full article. Uh, it's got a really good figure with it too. It's a radiograph showing a ZMC fracture. ZMC stands for zygomatic maxillary complex. And these fractures are facial fractures involving the cheekbone and surrounding structures. The zygoma has four portions, the frontal portion, Temporal, maxillary, and sphenoid, and these portions are connected to the bones that I just mentioned by what's called a suture. A suture connects two bones together. Um, sometimes you can see it on, on even on an X-ray. Um, that there's there's a little. It almost looks like a fracture line, but it's not. That's the suture itself that fuses the two bones together. So, some characteristics of ZMC fractures include one, a flattened cheek appearance. The ZMC fractures can result in flattening of the cheek on the affected side. Two, periorbital ecchymosis. Bruising around the eye or periorbital ecchymosis can be, is common. Three, pain and tenderness. Patients often experience pain and tenderness over the cheekbone area. I mean, obviously, right? It's going to be tender to palpation. Sometimes they have four, limited eye movement. Double vision or limited eye movement may occur due to muscle entrap. Five, paresthesia, numbness or tingling in the cheek or upper lip can be present if there's damage to sensory nerves such as the infraorbital, Uh, nerve, or foramen that the nerve exits the um, maxillary bone from, or at the staxis No nosebleeds may occur due to the proximity of the fracture to the nasal bones. It doesn't commonly uh, involve fracture of the nasal bones, at least from my experiences. Indications for surgery in ZMC fractures depend on several factors, including the extent or displacement of the fracture, associated injuries, and the patient's overall condition. Surgery is typically considered for six things. Here we go. One, displacement. If the fracture causes significant displacement of the cheekbone or impairs facial function, surgical reduction and fixation may be necessary. Two, diplopia. Persistent double vision due to muscle entrapment may require surgical correction. Three, malocclusion. Fractures that affect the alignment of the upper or lower teeth may need surgical intervention, although that's not something specific for ZMC fractures. That would be more fractures of the maxilla or mandible, right? but still can be included in this article. Four, cosmetic concerns. Surgery may perform for cosmetic reasons if the fracture results in noticeable deformity. Open fractures. When ZMC fractures are open and have an associated soft tissue injury, surgery is often performed to clean and repair the wound. Six, complex fractures. Severe fractures that involve multiple facial bones have associated injuries may require surgical management. Um, Another one is uh, malfunction of mandibular function. I guess mandibular malfunction would be the proper way to describe that and what I mean is that sometimes in ZMC fractures or even even more often would be an isolated zygomatic arch fracture and what happens is the zygomatic arch can get tented in a bit, right? And then that would impede on the coronoid process of the mandible uh, preventing opening or preventing closing, for example, right? I've seen both. Um, Included a bunch of references at the bottom there for further reading, and there we go. Uh, Dr. Abra Mandal he added a comment on this, and he says, At times, the characteristics also include ranging from a subconjunctival hemorrhage to even globe rupture, depending on the severity. Now, I mean, that would be a really severe fracture of the ZMC that really caves in the side of the face there, right? The lateral wall of the orbit. But anyway, so this was that article on ZMC fractures. Um, just put out one, I put out a question, you know, what? let's go right to it. Question of the day yesterday. Uh, oh no, I think I did mention that one on, on the podcast, but then let me get to the article I posted today. Uh, we're already at four and a half minutes. Well, I posted an article today on, um, on pediatric teeth, pediatric dentition. That was to go over a little summary on, uh. Where is it? Where is it? Here we go. What are the ages of adult teeth, uh, adult tooth eruption, and which deciduous teeth are replaced? Uh, so I have all a very, very nice diagram on there if you want to read. I'm not going to go into it now since we're right at about five minutes. But I wish everyone a nice Sunday. hope you can start the, the week off power, with power. Be very powerful when you wake up tomorrow morning. That's what I'm going to try and do. I think your morning routine really sets the tone of the day. If you really break it down, the morning routine depends on your night routine, right? How you're setting yourself up when you go to bed. All right, let's get to it. Have a great evening, everyone. Thanks for listening.